0: A series of leather straps bore scabbards that held my weapons and tools. From the smallest of these I withdrew a thin, sharp hook with a long handle. I thrust it into the fiend's open mouth, pushed it deep into the green apple, and twisted and tugged. For a second there was resistance, but then I pulled the fruit out, bringing with it the tangle of rose thorns. Relieved of the obstruction, The mouth slowly closed. I could see the broken teeth within. I had smashed them with my hammer as the spook Tom Ward and I had bound the fiend. The memory of it was vivid, and I watched it again in my mind's eye. Long had I waited for the opportunity to bind or destroy the fiend, my greatest enemy. Even as a child I disliked him intensely. I observed the subtle ways in which he increasingly controlled my clan, saw how the coven fawned over him. They spent most of each year looking forward to the Halloween Sabbath, the time when he was most likely to visit. Sometimes he appeared right in the centre of their fire, and they reached forward desperate to touch his hairy hide, oblivious to the flames that seared their bare arms. My growing revulsion was something instinctive in me, a natural-born hatred. And I knew that unless I acted, he would become a blight upon my life, a dark shadow over everything I did. He was clever, subtle and devious, often achieving his aims slowly. Above all, I feared that one day, like many other witches who had once opposed him, I would finally become enthralled to him. That, could not bear and i needed to do something to make it impossible and i knew exactly what i had to do there is one certain way in which a witch can ensure that he keeps his distance it is very extreme but it means that she can be free of him forevermore she needs to sleep with him just once then bear his child Thereafter, having inspected his offspring, he may not approach her again, not unless she wishes it. Most of the fiend's children prove to be abhumans, misshapen creatures of the dark with terrible strength. Others are powerful witches. But a few, a very few, are born perfect human children, untainted by evil. I knew I risked giving birth to a dark entity but it seemed worth it to be rid of the fiend. I was fortunate indeed. Mine was a beautiful, fragile baby boy, perfect in every way. I had never felt such intense love for another creature. To have his soft warmth against my body, so trusting, so very dependent, was wonderful, blissful beyond anything I had dreamt of. Something I'd never imagined or anticipated. That little child loved me, and I loved him in return. He depended upon me for life, and for the first time I was truly happy. But in this world such happiness rarely lasts. I remember well the night mine ended. The sun had just set, and it was a warm summer's evening so I walked out into the walled garden at the rear of my cottage, cradling my child, humming to him softly to lull him to sleep. Suddenly lightning flashed overhead, and I felt the ground shift beneath my feet, the air become sharp with cold. Although I had anticipated a visit from the fiend for some time, I suddenly realised that his arrival was now imminent, and my heart lurched with fear. At the same time, I was glad, because once he'd seen his son, I knew that he would leave and never be able to visit me again. I would be rid of him for the rest of my life. Previously, the fiend had always appeared to me as a handsome young man, with dark curly hair, blue eyes and a mouth that often turned up at the corners, with a warm, welcoming smile. But he can take on many shapes. And this time he appeared in the form that the pendle witches refer to as His Fearsome Majesty. It is a shape that is.